Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Well, welcome to the first ever episode, the inaugural podcast of the Embrace the Awkward podcast. I'm DJ, and I'm here with Kyle. We're your hosts. Kyle, how's it going today? Good, good. I'm excited for episode zero. Episode zero. So excited. We put some time and effort into this thing, and we're excited to kick it off today. So what is the Embrace the Awkward podcast? What are we doing here? We have one goal. We want to help you handle awkward better. That's right. In ministry, in life, everyone experiences awkward situations. And one of our goals is just to handle awkward better. But we also always say is, look, you can't escape awkward. You can only embrace it. Hence the whole idea of this podcast. How can we embrace those awkward moments in ministry and in life better? Right. Those those awkward moments is where a lot of powerful ministry can happen. If we don't handle awkward, the awkward will handle us. But we know as youth <laughs> workers, right, that a lot of things get awkward. Like there's a lot of awkward situations we face every day. There's maybe sometimes um, you do something and a parent gets upset, right? Or maybe you want to talk about a topic that not a lot of people talk about in youth ministry or topics that you should talk about that you know you should talk about but are awkward to talk about. Yeah, like how do you handle love, sex, and dating? And there is never a time where that is not awkward. Right. Do you run from that? Do you talk about that? How do you handle, like you said, the parent who gets upset? There's been times where a parent has been super upset at me, and then I've simply said, well, that's children's ministry. That's not student ministry, and sent them down to the new offices. <laughs> but there is awkward moments that are you know, just to the point where it's difficult to handle. So how can we do that? So right. these are kind of some helpful hints, practices, tips, and even just some ideas that might work, might not, but we'll share them anyways. Right. So one thing that we want to stress is vulnerability because we know that awkwardness sometimes is awkward to talk about in the first place. And so I'll just tell you just right from the bat, um, something that we want to do with this podcast is the the way we want to come at it is Kyle, you've been a youth pastor for how long now? Yeah, about 16 years full-time, and then I was interns and all that before that, so almost 20 years of youth ministry experience. Wow, so I am, am, I'm going strong on my, I think, 10th month here of youth ministry full-time. Of course, I did the internship thing before that as well and, and had some experience serving, But uh, so I'm going strong on 10, 11 months here. So we have very different experiences, but in both of those, we've had awkward moments, and so... You know, I want to tell you from, just from the start, I have a lot of awkward moments, not simply because I'm just a terribly awkward person, but <laughs> my awkward in ministry is something that makes my experience important and different. And and you, as a listener, you guys have experiences that are awkward that make your experience different from us. And so I'll say just right now before we get too deep into it, we want to hear about your awkward moments. Yeah. And we want to help you handle them better. And so um, just a quick plug for our community on Facebook. We've got a Facebook group called the Embrace the Awkward Podcast Community where we talk about the awkward stuff in ministry. Um, whether you're a parent or a youth worker or a youth leader or uh, any type of youth influencer, we would just love to hear your awkwardness. 
<laughs> stories and even some questions. There might be times where like this is super awkward. How do I handle that? Right. Um, sometimes it's just good to get outside voices. Right. Exactly. So I'll tell you my awkward experience in ministry, or the thing that the the, the thing that brings the awkward of of that brings the feeling of awkwardness to me. Yeah, what um, what is your awkward, DJ? Right. So simply because I'm so young. In fact, I'm I'm years younger than every single leader that serves in my youth ministry. Yeah, he's super young. <laughs> super, <laughs> yeah, super young. <laughs> um, my awkward moment is when my my lack of experience shows, mm. um, or like when people kind of suppose that my biblical knowledge is really high, and that so they'll ask me this like wildly tough question. And you have no clue. That anyone in the world is going to struggle with. And, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm still kind of wrestling with that too. Or I'll go find out. And yeah. and, and they're like, come on, you should know this. You're a pastor. Like, yep. you, you're you a pastor. You obviously have your, you know, your doctor and your right. PhD in Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> you have the whole Bible memorized, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for me, um, I definitely experienced that for sure. And now I just do a better job of hiding it, I guess. Um, but getting you know, 16 years into ministry, two of my biggest awkward situations is, is I call it, I have uh, dyslexia of the brain or verbal dyslexia is another way of saying it. But basically my brain moves faster than my mouth. So there are times where I'm uh, preaching or teaching and I say a sentence and I don't finish it because my brain has already moved on to the next subject and people are like struggling to catch up or I say a funny word or even a made up word. I've done that before. Um, (laughs) just combining it. And so now a lot of my youth just smile and, and I was very self-conscious of that probably the first 10 years of ministry, but now I'm not as conscious. I just, uh, of that, I just think of, Oh, you know, that's no big deal. They smile when I say a funny word or sentence and I just like, Oh, here's what I meant. And I backtrack and I move forward. And, And the other thing is I have, um, more of an instinctive ability to kind of see what I want for an event or ministry, like the vision Here's what it should look like. And then it's a huge struggle for me when that doesn't happen. So I plan this event. I do all this work, pray, prepare, all that. The event happens, and I'm like, oh, man, it's not as good as it could be. And so I get down on myself, or I get to the point where I'm super excited for something, and my team or my leaders or my students are not as excited. And that's probably the most right. awkward part for me because <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome, right? And everyone just kind of blankly stares at me, uh, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're really nice to not tell me most times. But we I, love this idea. Yeah. This is great. Right. That, that's <laughs> a huge awkward moment for me, and that <laughs> happens often. So, Kyle, you said that sometimes you create words, and we want to tell you about a word that we actually created simply for this podcast. Yeah, we were trying to kind of describe who we are. Right, and so another big thing that we want to stress is when you're listening, when we're giving ideas or tips or just talking about awkward stuff, we want you to know that, um, you know, Kyle's been doing it for like 16 years. I've been doing it for a couple months, but we are not experts. We don't have a PhD in awkwardness. Right. We don't have, you know, we're not experts, but what we are is we're experts in experiencing. We try things out and we have these experiences that make our ministry what it is, that make us who we are as as youth leaders. And these experiences can be good, bad, or anything in between. Right, and we're going to talk about all of those (laughs) things. So really what we are is what we're calling experience. We're experts 
at experiencing. Okay, say that word again one more time. So it's experience. Experience. E X P E. Experience. I know spell good. (laughs) We are experienced. We're experts at experiencing, and we want to share those experiences with you. So, what's our win when we're doing this podcast? Like we said, we want to help you handle awkward better. We're solution based. So, the base of this podcast is literally giving you or trying to give you solutions to the problems, the awkwardness of ministry. We're not going to make it go away. Awkward will never disappear from your ministry. Awkward will never disappear from your life. And the, just going with that, the moment you can understand that, embrace that, accept that, man, life is going to be a little bit easier because mm-hmm. we always fret about, oh, I said the wrong thing or I did that wrong decision, and we kind of live with a regret. But, man, if you can embrace and ha- and handle awkward better, that regret drastically decreases. It never fully goes away. Man, it'd be so much easier if saying, oh, okay, here's why that happened, and here's how we can handle it better in the future. Right, right. Powerful ministry doesn't just come from awkward for your students, but it comes for you too. Right. Like you're going to you're gonna see a change in your personal life and your personal experience as a youth leader if you learn to embrace that awkward instead of have the regret with it or the, you know, the guilt or whatever comes along with it of, you know, planning an event and then thinking it's a fail and then yeah. going home and, and having to live in that. Yeah. I mean— Oh, I, I mean, there's been events where I've probably done 15 hours worth of work, prayed over it, all this, and I've had less than five students show up. And in a group size of 50 plus or whatever, that's a big deal. If it's, you know, you have 10 people, that's 50%. But these five students, we did it. They ate all kinds of ice cream and, and all that. And I'm just like, this is a huge failure. And I felt down. But in the end, at like 11 o'clock that night, one of those students texted me and says, this was the best night ever. Uh, thank you so much. And they went part. Of, they became part of the youth ministry after that. It was actually a friend, and it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, that's worth it. But man, I don't know if I want to do that again that way. Right? Yeah. That being able to invest in that few can be so powerful, but it doesn't seem like it in the moment when when you have you know, again, embracing that awkwardness of okay, there's not as many people as I thought. This can still be really powerful. Like this can still have an awesome influence in this kid's life. Um, yeah. Another thing that we want to we want to share with you is authenticity. When we're talking about stuff, like we said, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, we're going to cover it all. I mean, we're going to get raw and serious, and we're going to talk about the things that just really, I mean, like, we're going to talk about, you know, times that maybe our our leadership has been mad at us, or when maybe when pastors, you know, there's kind of an expectation, like I said, that pastors don't wrestle with faith. Like, we're going to talk about moments that we've wrestled and right. we're going to talk about the good and the bad and the ugly because all of those things are wrapped up in the awkward and we can't we can't handle awkward better if we're not going to acknowledge that it's rough yeah and there are there are bad parts well i mean ministry is a, is a bunch of seasons of highs and lows good and bad there are times of where it's completely boring and times of man i'm overwhelmed by how many things that need to get done um so handling all of that is difficult so we're just going to share from our experience um, and maybe even do some interviews, get some more people involved. But we just want to share, here's how we're experiencing ministry happening now or even in the past. Your past is a little bit shorter, but you're still experiencing ministry right. in an only way every day. Right, yeah. I mean, even the difference in, in, you know, in our lives when talking about sex and dating in youth group, like, you are married. Right. I am dating. And so... 
the just the different situations that we'll have <laughs> in, right. in that moment. I mean, and you know, like if your significant other is serving in the youth ministry with you and you're dating and then you're talking about that or they're not. And I mean, there's just so many different things that um, can be awkward. <laughs> there's so many different things. Oh, yeah. and so It's one of the most awkward situations because youth aren't quiet about it. You know, they, they tease you or they joke or you sit down next to your significant other and all of a sudden, ooh, you know, that we always joked about purpling, you know, right. red is girls and blue is uh, boys. And so you mix it together. It's purple. And man, there was so many fun times and you could embrace that and laugh it off or you fight it and then it gets super awkward right? because now you made someone else awkward because you're yelling at them. Yeah. So how do you handle that? Right. Um, and we're going to share the good times in our ministry and the bad times and hopefully some in between. Right. Yeah. The, the what not to do and the... <laughs> Yeah. So that transitions well. We're running with this phrase "fringe topics." That's something we're going to talk about a lot. Kyle, what's a what's a fringe topic? Yeah. So just kind of clarify. Um, there's tons of podcasts out there dealing with the topic of youth ministry, and that's great. I think we are living in an awesome age for youth workers, volunteer, full time, whatever that can get a ton of information readily available. Um, but I was, my heart is to empower youth workers to be better youth workers, to influence youth, be parents, are, can be youth workers, small group leaders, part-time, full-time, whatever. How can you be uh, just better influencer of teenagers? So we want to talk more about the topics that no one else is really addressing. They might have one or two comments on it, but how do we deal with that? And that's like what, what we've been talking about, dating as a youth pastor. What does that look like? How to handle that? Um, confronting that awkward kid that that believes he or she knows everything and answer every question and then just dominates the conversation. And it and here's the hard part: most times they're right in their biblical knowledge, but it kind of hurts discussion. How do you deal with that kind of situation? All those and more is kind of some fringe topics. What are some fringe topics you want to kind of address? I mean, there's there's all types of things that are awkward in, in ministry. I mean, we could talk about how do you deal with, like, anti-vaxxer families in youth ministry. <laughs> yep. Or, yep. I mean, or even leaving a church well. I mean, something that I haven't had experience with because I am in my first job of 11 months. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. how do you – I mean, that's awkward, I would imagine, telling a church, like, hey, I'm going somewhere else or I'm mm. – like. That's an awkward conversation. There's there's so many things, not just on the administrative side, but on the on the teaching side. Like, I mean, like we said, like the sex and dating thing, or how do you talk about, you know, especially in in our current world, like how do you talk about racial justice or social justice, or yeah. like how do you how do you if you if we're not learning to handle that awkwardness and just embrace it, what's the? I mean, there's there's no change happening, and we have to be change agents because culture obviously needs. Jesus. I mean, there's a change that needs to happen and, and we want to help. That's awkward to make that change happen, but we have yeah, yeah. to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and so there, there's a wide variety of how people handle awkward. And, and one of them is they kind of isolate and they just back up and they don't deal with it. And okay, we're just not going to talk about that subject. Well, youth are asking those questions. Mm -hmm. They're going to seek those answers from somewhere. Are you going to have, i.e. the church, an opportunity for them to get those questions answered. And some people, they address it so harshly, they just make it way worse. And it actually encourages students not to be vulnerable or mm -hmm. authentic around you because there's this uh, un, 
unachievable uh, expectation that you need right. to be perfect or whatever else. And I'm generally speaking, uh, but those are kind of the the ends of the spectrum on how to handle that. And there's just this this nuance, this um, ability to just kind of ride the waves right there in the middle, not mm-hmm. too extreme on either end. And that's where you're going to handle awkward the best. Right. And I mean, you're so right. When when kids are looking for answers about hard stuff, they're really thinking about the, the intense questions in their faith and their sponges and wherever they're finding information, they're going to find information that's shaping them for the rest of their lives. So if we're not talking about the awkward stuff, where are they going? If the church isn't talking about the awkward stuff, where are they going Yeah, for their information? Right, right. One of the things that I, I learned the hard way is it's not even just what I say, but it's also how I react to mm-hmm. what they say. Mm-hmm. And I've done it poorly in the past and done well in the past too. But, hey, they say this statement that I'm like, holy cow, you should not be even saying that out loud. <laughs> um, and my reaction just actually discourages them from continuing to be open. Um, and so I have basically had to learn to not be as reactive in my facial expressions and in my tone and all that just because they actually are dealing with this or they've been thinking about this probably for months and they just have enough courage to ask me because they actually want to hear what I would say. And that's a huge ministry moment yeah. is sitting down, okay, this was difficult for you even to share or deal with. So let's wrestle with it together. And the best part, I don't have to be all-knowing uh, on that, but I know a God who is, and if I can point them to that, that's an example of kind of how to handle awkward better. Right. One of the most probably common awkward moments is that awkward pause or that silence that happens uh, in ministry. And everyone's probably kind of gone through this. I'm sure, DJ, you've already gone through this in the past 10 months. But basically, you ask a question, and there's just silence. Um, and especially uh, like small group leaders who are inexperienced or whatnot, they try to fill that silence because, oh, that silence is bad. But I just remember multiple times where I just let a person think and I don't answer the question myself. And all of a sudden, boom, a huge answer. And I'm just rocked by a student's answer. Oh, okay. I never thought about it that way. But that's really hard to navigate. Okay. How do you deal with these awkward pauses such as? this, right? (laughs) We are not used to silence. And I think the silence of ministry is another ministry moment that should not be passed up. What Mm -hmm. do you think? No, I think that's so true. And, you know, I don't know that I've ever left a small group in my life and thought, I changed someone's life today. (laughs) Yes. Like (laughs) that was, and, and that was awesome. That was so cool. I don't know that I've ever left a small group because the majority of the time, you know, I talk with even my leaders all the time about like, you know, I feel like I ask a question and then the other leader just answers it five minutes later after the silence is over. And it's like th- they're they're thinking and we know that sometimes most of the time they're actually thinking about it. And now today's technology with phones or all that, it doesn't look like they're thinking. Right. But they're actually hearing and thinking. Right. Yeah, it's that's a terribly awkward thing to ask a question or look for a response, especially and and then I'm just thinking of the responses where you tell a joke on stage and yes. then everyone is just like, "Oh, that yeah. yes, <laughs> that's a great moment." Is you share a huge story and you share the punchline, 
crickets. Right. And oh, those yeah. stories that get crickets tend to come from uh, like a youth specialties book from 2002 that a guy <laughs> in flip-flops and cargo shorts wrote. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, oh, it didn't work to this in this day and age. Another awkward thing, if you've been in youth ministry at any place ever, you know it and you love it until it's done to you. Pranks. Oh, yes. In fact, we're going to dedicate a whole entire episode specifically to the story of how Kyle and I met. Which was over which, a prank. Which was over a prank, right. An yeah. epic prank, I would an, like to point an out. An epic prank <laughs> on both sides. One, yes. One, I mean, equally. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was, yeah, that was a good, so we're excited for that episode. We're excited about a lot here at the ETA podcast. Speaking of the ETA podcast, go to Instagram right now. Take out your phone and follow us at the ETA podcast on Instagram. You'll get updates on when we're posting podcasts. Sometimes we'll do some giveaways. We'll be looking for questions, but we want to be in community with you. Hey, speaking of community, join our Facebook community on Facebook, the Embrace the Awkward podcast community, where we just talk about all of the awkward stuff that goes on in ministry. Like we said earlier, another shameless plug. Questions, stories, yeah, it doesn't all have, of it. Right, all of it. It doesn't have to be even serious. Uh, we love uh, hearing stories, um, mm-hmm. and especially those awkward stories. For some reason, uh, I can remember the awkward moments better even than just the completely positive, non-controversial moments of ministry. It just kind of sticks out to you. So I would love to hear what other people are experiencing in that awkward moment in ministry. Uh, and uh, the probably the, the last thing for me is... It's not about are you a good pastor or are you a good small group leader or a good parent and all that. It's how can you be better? Um, and so there's an expectation there that we need to – We society feels that we need to meet, but, hey, how can you just be a little bit better? And that's where we're, mm-hmm. we're coming from in this. So follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, and then hopefully we can kind of continue to connect. And I'm really excited for this podcast. Yeah. Me too. I'm 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 pumped. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thanks for being our friend. <laughs> so excited for where this is going to go. Excited to have you along with us. It's going to be a fun, awkward ride. Absolutely. <laughs> Till then, we will see you next time. <laughs>